Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Hey, thanks for joining us for another edition of Simply Financial. Hope you're having a great weekend. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you in the Tri-City area. You can find Kevin online at insightfolios.com or just stop by the office anytime there in Penn Conning. Come in, say hello. You never know what Kevin might have on the air fryer cooking up and uh, ready to, to nibble on. Yeah, Kevin, I made uh, stuffed jalapenos with uh, bacon, you know, bacon wrapped Ooh, around them. Yeah, I guess poppers yeah. is what people call them, but they're, they're big, not the fry traditional smaller poppers but like big slices of jalapeno with completely wrapped in bacon and cream cheese they were awesome they were really that good. sounds awesome you know i seen did, did, rest- did them in the air fryer and they turned out fantastic <laughs> i seen a uh advertisement the other day i shouldn't say advertisement the link somewhere that showed a morel mushroom the big ones the white ones where people cut them in two stuff them with cream cheese Ooh. wrap them with bacon and then put them in the oven. I just I'm gonna have to walk over mm. to Valley's Food Center right now and get some bacon and cook something. I like that. I like uh, I like mushrooms. Uh, probably my favorite vegetable. I like those even more than than jalapenos. So that sounds right up my alley too. I love jalapenos too. So yeah, yep. they're all up there. So I'm I'm a big fan. Speaking of that, I hear you're you're you know you're commuting with the. With the Tatankas out there, right? Yeah, speak, speaking of interesting food items, um, yeah. we went to a cool place, so I got to give a, a, a shout-out. It's, um, uh, what was the name of the, the ranch that we went to? Okay, the Terry Bison Ranch, okay, is where we went. It is very close to the, in fact, it's right on the Wyoming-Colorado border. So we went there last week, just south of Cheyenne, and um, it's this ranch that's right off the highway, and they have a whole bunch of bison at the ranch. So they've got a bunch of wild bison, but then they have about 50 bison that are more domesticated and they keep a little closer to the ranch. And you actually get on this small train. It's been in operation for many, many years. And uh, they, they've had, they have all of the different iterations of their trains laid out. So it's kind of really see the, the fun to see the, ch- the children's one that they started out with way back in the day and all the different trains that they've kind of graduated to. It's, they're all very homemade trains too, by the way. Um, <laughs> neat to see them all laid out as you as you ride around they have them kind of on display they've got all these cool animals at the ranch that you can go check out interact with including walter the turkey by the way oh nice yes very did you and walter did you and walter bond walter and i had a conversation it was very good Uh, we bonded over the name connie got a kick out of it for sure and uh, but anyway you get on this train and it takes you for about a 45 minute ride and about halfway through you stop in the middle of this field and about 50 bison come up to the train for you to feed them and you have these huge buckets of these like nuggets uh, these circular kind of nugget things biscuits uh, that you can then feed the bison by hand from the train car and uh, it was a blast it was sounds like incredibly affordable there was like a i didn't even know groupon still existed uh by the Hmm. way but we found a groupon for like eight dollars 
I think it's normally 20 bucks to do this. It was the best $8 you'll ever spend <laughs> for this lovely ride through a beautiful area of the plains of Wyoming. And then you get to hang out with these bison for like 20, 30 minutes, feeding them these biscuits right from your hand. And like, literally, they're sticking these 15-inch tongues out trying to get these biscuits from you. And there's a whole bunch of them. One of the moms was literally giving birth uh, out in the distance. We could kind of see the process actually taking place. <laughs> it was very mind-blowing. It was like, where? <laughs> we were just driving down the highway and now we're hand feeding bison and one of them is giving birth in the background like it just was a really funny and really cool experience so i highly recommend the terry bison ranch resort in wyoming if you're looking for just a fun thing to do if you're ever in that area of the country you didn't happen to see kevin costner right over the rise did, did not did not right, see kevin right. costner but um one of the bison from the movie dances with wolves with kevin costner was from this ranch oh really yeah and so they have like a memorial set up for that bison and we actually rode right by uh his grave um they buried him right where he right where he died and it's right next to the train tracks so you kind of it's kind of interesting you ride Hmm. right by where where the big old bison was so and just to think there was millions upon millions of them not that long ago. Well, that yeah, yeah. that is fascinating. It really is. Not to get us too far off track. I know we have financial stuff we're going to talk about today. But we went to um, a museum recently in Denver uh, to learn kind of about the state history. And in learning about some of the things that um, happened in the state, there was some broader context, too. Man, I just never realized just how many bison there used to be. It was just the numbers were just incredible, and in now what they're down to. Yeah, it's it's amazing what we did to that uh, to that animal. Unfortunately, back in the day. Yep. So I, it'd be really cool if all of those bison were just roaming all over the place now. Maybe slightly more dangerous to be out and about, but <laughs> a lot more dangerous. Yep. <laughs> Not quite like having deer roaming around, but uh, be a lot more YouTube videos of people getting yes, bored. Yes. Yes, there yes. would be, but still a fascinating animal, and they are really neat to see up close. And the big one they have on the property that has the biggest tongue, they call them Gene Simmons, which is very <laughs> That's fitting, very fitting, yeah. very appropriate. Yeah. So. That's my bison, bison story from the past week. Good for you. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So I highly recommend anybody to check that out if you're out and about. Uh, Well, let's talk about what we're going to get into on the show today. We'll uh, answer some listener questions probably a little bit later on and see what other trouble we can get into. We're going to start off today by talking about pet peeves, Kevin. All right. And I think this will be kind of fun. We're not talking about pet peeves of maybe an individual investor, but I'm more curious in your pet peeves. I want to get inside your head today. Oh, okay. Yeah, because no industry is without its flaws. Financial industry, no exception. I've got pet peeves about the broadcast industry, and when I worked in news and sports, had some pet peeves in that realm. I'm sure anybody can certainly relate to that. And this is not going to be an entire show of just complaining, but kind of a, maybe a lifting of the curtain, a lifting of the veil of the financial industry to see what bothers you a little bit, Kevin. And I think that'll be instructive for us everyday investors, those everyday savers as well, to get kind of some insight into what what ticks you off a little bit i think will be revealing so let's just see where this takes us shall we sure all right very good Uh, we actually talked about this last week on the show a little bit when we dove into uh, our conversation about like kind of grading ourselves and one of the big questions was do you know what you're paying in fees and you talked a lot about hidden fees and how confusing they can be well i'm putting that on the list here as a likely thing that i'm guessing is one of your pet peeves is confusing fee structures does that does that really bother you it does and I'll tell you why, Walter, because people tend to compare apples to oranges. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, they'll come in and say, you know, I'm only paying 0.55% on this particular mutual fund. And I'll say, where did you get that number from? And so it's off my statement. 
I'll say, but what about the other fees? So what they're trying to do is they're going to compare what their current investment is to maybe an alternative investment, and they're going to base their their judgment off that 0.55% fee. Well, guess what? That's typically not the only fee that's in those mutual funds or variable nudies or wrap accounts or all these other things that are out there. So the, the confusing uh, fee structure has been a pet peeve of mine for years because it tricks people to thinking they're paying very low fees, and they're not. Typically, the average mutual fund is 3.17% to 4.17%. Uh, variable annuities can be 3 to 5%, or wow. if not more. The indexed annuities can have a 1% or 2% additional fee on, depending on how many bells and whistles you're putting on there. So the fees add up over time, Walter. If you're... If you know if they're taking an additional two, three, four percent in fees a year, and you add that what that adds up over the next twenty or thirty years, if you're going into retirement, you probably got twenty, thirty years. If you're retired and just started the retirement process, you probably have twenty, thirty years. So that twenty, thirty year time frame will add up big time when you're adding up all those fees. And those fees are not going to you; they're going to whatever investment company, whatever fee structure you're out there. So let's trim out as many fees as we can so you can get to keep as much of those returns minus the fees. And that going forward will add up, um, like I said, big time going forward. That one's certainly deserving of a rant. So yeah, it would be great to get rid of some of those confusing fee structures. Uh, Is this a pet peeve of yours, Kevin? Uh, Advisors who put their own goals ahead of their clients. Maybe you don't see this a whole lot since I'm, I'm, I'm sure you don't engage in that activity. Well, I don't see it a whole lot, but I do see it occasionally. And when you said that, I don't know if you remember, Walter, but when we, you and I first started doing the radio show, I kind of had a rant one day uh, because we had a gentleman come in. He had stage four liver cancer hmm. and his annuity just um, you know, came out of what's called the surrender charge period. In other words, there's no fees to transfer it. And his advisor advised him to transfer it to another annuity that had eight year surrender fees. And I'm like, what in the world are they thinking over there? Number one, you're going to need that money because you're going to need all the health care you can get. And if you transfer it from that insurance company that you're currently at, you can take out whatever you want, no fees. If we transfer it to the new insurance company in that particular one, the only thing you could take out was the interest. So, and, and the penalties were high. The penalties were starting about 10%. So, why would you think that advisor did that? Probably more commission or, or more commission. Situation yeah, for let's him. just yeah. let's just say call it out what it is, right? Okay. Now that we're going back, how many years we've been doing the show? Since about nineteen forty-two, so yeah, we've been... <laughs> a few years, right? <laughs> uh, we're but, what, like six six years now, yeah, something we're, like that. Five, we're, maybe. We're a while, but that's the only one I can think of. Okay. So that goes to show you how it's not very. It doesn't happen all the time, but okay. the ones that do you have to be on the lookout for. Make sure your advisor has your best interest at heart. And that's what a fiduciary is. That's what we are here in our office. Make sure that you're working with somebody who's going to put your goals ahead of their goals. And in that instance that I just talked about, that situation I just talked about, that certainly was not the case. What I ended up doing was calling the insurance company and say, stop that transfer and told them what was going on. And they stopped it before it even it even transferred from point A to point B, just so we didn't get mm-hmm. him in any trouble. Because he, and he did. He needed uh, quite a bit of money to get through treatment, to get back and forth to hospitals and pay people. And that just worked out for his own benefit right there. That was putting his interest first, not the advisor's. 
Thanks for sharing that story with us. So good thing it's probably not as high on your pet peeve list because that would mean you're running into it a lot more then. So. Right. That's the only one I can think of right now. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And I've been doing it 30-some years, so it doesn't happen often. What about, Here's something I'm uh, – oh, by the way, I went and checked the, um, the logs here, Kevin. It looks like we just passed the five-year mark back in February. So, really? Yeah. So there you go. S- seriously? Celebrate, yeah. Wow, Okay. Um, so there you go. The the pandemic, by the way, just totally has thrown off like all time relations for me. Like if it hasn't happened since 2020, I, I've lost all grip on, you know, how far back something was, you know, like pre 2020 is just like a different era at this point. So like <laughs> I really don't have a great context of 2019 versus 2015. It all runs together at this point ever since the uh, pandemic happened. So anyway, it's, it's where my, my mind uh, I have to sometimes verify these things because lose that context. That surprised me. Yeah. Uh, pet peeve. Third one here, maybe that. Um, let's see if this one hits um, cookie cutter plans or cookie cutter sales pitches or, or the one size fits all mentality. Sure. Sounds convenient and easy to be able to pull a plan or a sales item like that off the shelf. But you've never seen that work, I'm guessing. Well, the cookie cutter one size fits all normally. What is it, Walter? Have you seen them? You know, they're 50, 60, 80 pages long, which is odd that they'd be so long to be cookie cutter. When I said that, what did you automatically think of? They're that long. Yeah, I went, I went to sleep, but well, they're, <laughs> yeah, a lot of fine print. <laughs> nobody, yeah, a lot of fun. They're confusing. They're, yeah. They're all of those things. When Paul. And, and, I, and I'm someone who talks a lot and also writes really long emails. So you would think I'd be okay with uh, a long brochure like that. But yeah. I, I just, I, I produce those kinds of things. So I know how agonizing it is. It is. <laughs> Paul used to tell a story when we had Paul on uh, the show with us. When he first started with the big brokerage company, they had these big plans that they would charge $1,500 for, and they were all the same. You just filled in numbers is all. But they were big and long, and they looked impressive. Don't go down that road. The plans you need are going to be tailored and fit just for you. Nobody, there's, there's not, I can't think of two people who have come in my office, Walter, where everything's the same. Everybody's different. You know, some have pensions, some have more Social Security, some have less Social Security, some have rental income, some have inheritances. All of these things come into play. So when you come into our office, each plan, it's our simplicity plan, is tailored just for your situation, just for your goals, just for your bucket list items that we need to plan for going into retirement, all those things. So don't use a cookie cutter plan. Make sure it's tailored just for you for those reasons. We want to make sure that the income that you're going to need, that shortfall we talk about every week, how are we going to put that into your plan so you understand it and we educate you going along the process. Not a one size fits all. Everybody is different. And that's why our simplicity plan, I think, is a big hit with everybody that comes in our office because they can see how it's tailored just to them. That's a great point. Again, if you want to talk a little bit more about the planning process and go through the Simplicity um, you know, planning review and uh, walk down those steps to make sure that you're on track to get to and through retirement, all that good stuff, give Kevin a call at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. All right, pet peeves in the retirement and financial planning worlds. What about big companies who push products? There's probably some uh, some motivations there for certain products they're pushing, I'm guessing. Well, there is. What's the big product that's being pushed now? Ooh, I, I don't know. ETFs, mutual funds? Yeah, well, I mean, let, let's think outside that. Let's think it's shiny. Oh, shiny. Hmm. I don't know. Gold, gold. Oh, gold. Oh, oh right? actual shiny. Sorry. Yeah, actual shiny. Not metaphorically. Yeah, so, 
So gold. How many times a day do you hear the commercial for gold? Yeah, about a billion times. About a billion times. Yeah. Did you? Know I just that- saw some earlier this week. It was like, oh, people are flocking away from Bitcoin back to gold. And, yeah, you know. And what do they use to sell that products? Every every piece of media you can imagine. That's right. right. Fear, right? Yeah. It is in a date you fear. You know, we're going off the dollar. We're doing this. We're doing that. China's buying all up this and fear. You know, you got to have gold. You got to have gold or. You know, some some when other the, products when the world goes crazy and yeah, crashes yeah, down, yeah. won't you be glad you have this chunk of gold in your house? Yeah, yeah. That's so, all. And I'm just picking on gold now, but it was Bitcoin, like you said before. You know, and some of you get all the nudie commercials on TV. There's reasons these things are being pushed, and it's it's sort of like we just talked about, right? One size fits all. You got to have it. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to have. It. There's no difference. But you can you use know? fear to sell anything, right? Yeah, and fear is the big motivator for for a lot of people. And the don't let fear. We talk about it all the time. Don't let fear make have you make emotional decisions. So watch out for these companies who are always pushing products, especially on fear. And that's you know I tell people that's what you look out for. And it can it can relate to anything: ETFs, mutual funds, annuities, you know, gold, Bitcoin, whatever it is. Watch out for those companies because there's usually something behind it that you don't know what's going on. Again, number to call if you've got questions about anything we address on the show today, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526 to get in touch with Kevin. What about buzzwords and and jargon? Um, A lot of this gets thrown out, Kevin, that either doesn't mean anything to me or the average person or just kind of goes in one ear, out the other. You don't seem to use a lot of that here when we talk on the show. I'm guessing you also don't use a lot of it in the the meeting. I mean, you did use standard deviation on last week's show, so that was that was about as brainy yeah. as I feel like we get here on the program. But uh, is that a pet peeve of yours when people kind of just toss around those words? Maybe it's maybe it's when that's done but without explanation. You explained well, the, what that standard deviation idea was. That's that is the you just hit it on the head, Walter. You know, if you if you throw around these big words, to me, it means this. You're trying to sound smarter than what you probably are, right? Yeah. Have makes you ever sense. run across a couple of those people or some of those people? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think not, even not we're, all, we're, all, we're all guilty of it every once right. in a while, right? Right. But hey, you know, what's the alpha on your portfolio? You know, when I say that, does it sound important? Do I? Do you need to know? <laughs> right, right? It did make you sound smarter. Like, oh, wow, I don't know what alpha is. I guess Kevin does. That's interesting. You know, I did pull out the Walter voice when I did that. You did. If you notice, yeah. Yeah. What's, what, but, what's your portfolio delta? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so buzzwords and jargon, yeah, they're there for a reason, but they're probably not the average person's vocabulary, right? When you come into our office, we're going to break that down just like, you know, I'm going to tell you what your shortfall is or you know, what, what's what's the real fees going on in your portfolio? What is the standard deviation, if you want to know? All those things, but I will give you an explanation along the way, what they do, how they affect you, and why it's important in your portfolio. So the buzzwords and the jargon, there's a lot of them flying around out there. You know, I just, um, I, I don't use them a lot because I think it's more confusing than it is educating. It's hmm, great points uh, all the way across the board, Kevin, on that conversation for sure. Last but not least, one more pet peeve to throw out there. Let's see if this one hits with you. Uh, financial plans that consist of, oh, I already know where this one's going, uh, that consist of dozens of pages that no one can understand. You already ripped that one apart. Well, I did. And then let me, let, let's, let's use the anti-financial uh, plan, I call it, and that's our Simplicity True plan. It's three pages, Walter. And then, and then there we're go- you're going to see your shortfall, which is important. You're going to see your retirement number, which is important. And you're going to have a 
plan that you can look at every year to see if you're on track to accomplish your goals. It's very That's why we call it simplicity. We want to keep it simple. We do a lot of educating throughout this plan. It doesn't, doesn't mean that it's just a basic plan, it's a simple plan. It just means that it's very understandable. And the key behind this planning process is education. So we will take you through all of the steps, how to fill your shortfall. If you have a legacy, how are we going to take care of the legacy? How are we going to do all of these things inside your plan? And when we're done, you will see it. So we have retirement rate. What rate of return do you need to earn um, so you run out of money at 95? I think that'd be some important information to know. Legacy. You want to leave more than what you have now to a certain person uh, or charities or whatever it happens to be? What rate of return do we need to do in order to do that? All of these things are inside that plan that make it very simple to understand, very educational along the way. And most of the time when people come in, we hear the same thing. We just talked about, you know, the buzzwords. They said, geez, this was so easy to understand for the first time I grasp it. If you are out there and you have a financial plan that's just confusing to you, I urge you to pick up the phone, give us a call, because when you come in, we'll go through that simplicity process. The first step maybe takes an hour and a half max. That's Mm. it. And once we get everything in there, then we'll go through the education process and we'll get you started on the right foot with the confidence that you've probably been lacking going into retirement or getting to retirement. So don't let that, you know, don't let that make you procrastinate because it's too confusing. You don't understand. There's a simple uh, way to to um, overcome that and that's our simplicity plan and that's why we build it that way we build it with the emphasis on education and understanding and taking it to you taking it with you to and through retirement again the number to call to reach kevin ray if you want to talk about that simplicity plan 888-885-PLAN is the number it's that easy 888-885-PLAN kevin is local born and raised in pinconning and that's where the office is today you can come in have a conversation about your plan how to move in the right direction in the future uh, figure out where you want to go how you're going to get there and uh, it's also important to put in writing and get that plan together so that you can truly define that mission and have the goal and the plans to get you there again 888-885-PLAN is that number thought it was revealing to hear some of Kevin's pet peeves on the show's today uh you know get rid of those cookie cutter plans run away from those watch out for product pushing uh be careful of those who are trying to sound smarter than they are by overusing buzzwords and jargon without explaining it and and showing you the why and some of the reasoning behind those things and uh you know figure out those fee structures see if we can get rid of some of those confusions that invade our plans all the time this is all incredibly important and uh that's why if you reach out to kevin ray today you're going to start to get some clarity around your financial picture so pick up the phone, dial 888-885-PLAN. If you have any questions at all, that's 888-885-PLAN. Hey, more coming up on today's show, so stick with us. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. Really enjoying today's episode. Hope you are as well. Walter Storholt here alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folio, serving you in the Tri-City area, office right there in Pinconning. Come on by, say hello, get some great recommendations of where you can go out to eat maybe after your meeting with Kevin or some good places to shop in the area if you're not, uh, you know, completely familiar with Pinconning. Uh, for those of you who are local, you probably already know Kevin. You've probably listened to this show a couple of times before as well. Uh, but if you want some more information on what it's like to work with Kevin about the planning process, get some more financial education, you can do it all at insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. Click the Listen button and you can ask questions, listen to past episodes of the show, and find much 
much more there. Kevin's the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement, and that's why he's well qualified to be one of our Financial Jeopardy contestants on today's show. This financial phenomenon is thought by some to be imminent and by others to be far off in the distance. But there's no denying that it'll be back eventually. Well, I have to say, what is a market correction? Mm, Very good point, yes. So, what is a market correction? There's really no universal definition of this, but for most people, they're going to consider a correction to have occurred when a major stock index, now we're talking like the S&P, the Dow Jones, and New York Stock Exchange, something like that, declines by more than 10%. Now, here's here's the thing, by more than 10%, and less than 20% from its most recent peak. Walter, do you know why they call it a correction? Because it sounds better than a crash? <laughs> well, no, no. <laughs> they call it, that's a good one. They call it a correction because historically the drop, you know, often cracks and returns the prices to the longer term trend. So what comes after the correction? And that's what we're talking about the bear market. So nobody can predict. And I want, I want to emphasize this. Nobody can predict, you know, whether the market's going to turn around or not. We've known that by looking at study after study after study. But however, there are periods when the market is down by more than 20%. We all know that. Historically, most corrections haven't become bear markets. Now, if we go back for the last 24 market corrections, because I was just researching this the other day, since November 1974, we go back 24 corrections, only five of them have became bear markets. So let me give you the years, Walter. 1980, 1987, 2000, 2007, and 2020. So the odds are in our favor that they're not, be, they're not going to become a bear market, but that doesn't necessarily that it won't. So people nowadays, you know, there's all this white noise going on out there in the media. The market's going to crash, you know, buy gold, buy silver, buy this, buy that, you know, prepare yourself. And nobody knows. It's just a feeling that everybody, you know, has right now over the majority of people I talk to. But nobody knows. It could turn around tomorrow or it could go down tomorrow. That's that's the thing with the stock market. When you're in there, you're going to go through many market corrections. And remember, that's a long-term investment. So we're only looking at a correction at maybe a year or two in time. You've got 20, 30, 40 years to go. That market correction is going to happen several times in, in that time frame. So don't let it get you off track. Don't let it get you down. Don't let the white noise bring you down. Consider it long-term and act like it's long-term. Go see your advisor if you're nervous. Revisit your plan to make sure you're on target for what you want to do. Well done, my friend. Thank you for uh, this type of guidance and advice. Are these the kinds of questions that people are bringing to you uh, when they come in to meet and have a conversation about what's going on in their financial life? I mean, are, are we running kind of the, this, this broad of a spectrum in what you're dealing with each day? We do. And right now, the big conversations are, do you think we're in a market correction? What do you think the market's going to do because of all the things out there? These are things we talk about every single day because they're part of the retirement planning process. You have to plan for those things. You have. We all know market corrections are going to come, so we need investments that produce income. So those are everyday questions. You're right. All right. Very good. If you've got these kinds of questions on your mind or even better, want to put all of this into the context of your plan, that's the best thing that you can do. Pick up the phone, give Kevin a call, set up time to meet for a complimentary review of your situation. The number is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. You can get on the right track to get to and through retirement with a proper financial plan. 
All you have to do is pick up the phone and give Kevin a call today. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Or shoot him an email, kevin at insightfolios.com, if you want to touch base that way. But again, the easiest way to get in touch is to call today. If you get the voicemail, leave a quick message. Kevin will call you back, or the sensational Stacy will get in touch with you to schedule that time to chat over the phone maybe via Zoom or in office there in Pinconning. 888-885-PLAN is that number. And stay tuned. There's more to come on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. This is where we just sidestep some of the financial stuff and typically talk about food Sometimes other topics, and uh, we're back to food this week, Kevin, as you, you know, if you were betting, always bet that food's going to be involved, and you'll win more times than not if you're trying to guess what kind of question we're going to ask here on Getting to Know You. Uh, So here's a fun one for you this week. What is your favorite breakfast food? Oh, that's easy. Bacon, bacon, bacon. Bacon, bacon, bacon. Bacon, bacon. I, I was going to say, is, bacon. is all an option? Just just all breakfast food is my favorite? Well, you know, it depends, but bacon is always in when I'm sitting mm-hmm. down. And, you know, there's, there's a little uh, meat store up in Rogers City called Plass, and they have the best bacon, you know, and then mm-hmm. we, we stop up there. Valley's Meat Market and uh, Beeson's here in town. They have the best bacon. You know, what's so your I, what's your preferred style? Do you like uh, kind of thick and you know not super crispy, but just really nice and thick and juicy, or do you like more crisp? Uh, no. Like, okay, you like the the thick and I, juicy bacon. Thick and juicy. Okay. I don't like crisp bacon because it take it zaps the flavor out right. for me. So yeah. Right. So how about you? Uh, I mean, it's hard to go against bacon. Bacon. Yeah. I think I'll have to go with eggs because I never substitute anything for eggs. I'm always going to have eggs, but bacon every once in a while. I'll do sausage instead of bacon. So it's rare, but I'll still substitute that out. Eggs, nothing substitutes for it. Always got to have eggs as part of the breakfast meal when you're when you're doing a true breakfast and not just having some cereal in the morning. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. I don't think I'm ever going to give up eggs. And you can cook them so many different ways, which is so exciting. But bacon and eggs is kind of the, the combo that you got to have, yeah. right? So. Well, I eat bacon maybe once a month. I eat eggs probably four times a week. But my favorite if I had to pick between would be, one, would be the bacon. the bacon. Yep. If you ate the bacon as often as you eat the eggs, you'd probably be in a little bit more trouble. I, I would imagine. be. You know, yeah. I wouldn't be my slim self. Right? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, very good. Uh, favorite breakfast food. Time for us to go eat some, Kevin. I don't care what time of day it is. We can always go get some breakfast food. I'm, so. I'm going to have to fire up the air fryer. In fact, do you ever do breakfast food for uh, for dinner? Oh, yeah. All the time. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the best. All, isn't all, it? all the time. Yeah. Good stuff. You know. Fried potatoes and onions and some eggs and a little bacon or ham. Yep, all the time. There you go. Uh, Well, cool. More to come on today's show. We'll stop talking about food and get back to talking about financial stuff and retirement and things that are going to help you save money, make more money, and uh, retire in a better position. Coming up next, so stay tuned to Simply Financial. What if we told you there was a simpler way to invest? Excellent. That's what we thought. Glad you're with us today on Simply Financial. Walter Sorholt alongside financial coach Kevin Ray of Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area based in Penn Conning. You can get in touch by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Sometimes there are things that we see on TV 
sometimes maybe it's not something we've seen recently, but maybe it's just kind of seeped into our subconscious, and we just assume these things are going to happen all the time. However that gets into our subconscious, some of those things may not really be rooted in reality. And so what we're going to do is go over a situation, and I'm curious, Kevin, is this the kind of thing that we really only see on TV? Or is this rooted in reality in some way? Are you seeing people actually experience this in real life? Sound good? Sounds good. All right, here's the first one. This will be a good a good scene setter for us. So you've got that image in your mind of the family members gathering in the room after the death of a loved one for the reading of a will to find out who is inheriting what. Is that just seen on TV or does that really happen a lot in real life? Well, I can tell you when you, when you read that, I... Have you watched that movie Nice Out? Nice Out? Oh, nice. oh, ni- Knives. Nice. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. That was that's, very good. That was a good movie. Yeah. That was a good movie, but remember, they're all in a room. That's right. So that's what you're talking about. I've never seen that in my 32 years. I've never been involved. Now, I have been involved with attorney conversations, but from the, most of my clients, they already know because they're involved in the planning process. They're involved in the trust. They're involved in, you know, they're the beneficiaries. So mom and dad usually include them and what's going on so they know what's coming down the rain. So I've never sit in a family member in a big room with an attorney and I'm sitting in the corner of doing that. It's never happened in my in my realm. Isn't that funny? Cuz I mean literally every TV show, every movie has that has that scene in it. So Yep, yeah. <laughs> one of those just made for TV kind of things it sounds mm-hmm. like. All right, here's another one. Uh you've got people discovering old investment accounts that they forgot they had. Like, oh, here's that 401k I forgot about or IRA. Totally forgot about that extra $100,000 sitting around. That sounds made up and like something that would be TV only. What about it? Does that happen in reality? It does. It happens more often than you would think. You know, we'll have, when you come into the office, we're going to ask you to bring in statements and those types of things, Um, you know, or at least bring us the account values. And a lot of times people are going through their paperwork for the first time in many, many years. And I said, geez, I had this whole 401k. You hit it right on the head. I forgot all about that. Can we do something with this? Or is it is it uh, in the right place? Or can I put it in my other 401k? And they have all kinds of questions about it. But it's always found money when they do that. And it's like they had it for many years. They left the job. They forgot about it. And then they come in here and then that rediscovers it. And then it's always a good good conversation because it's money they thought they didn't have. But that happens quite often. It's a really good point, Kevin. And it's uh, something we should uh, kind of keep in the back of our minds, trying to keep track of those different investment accounts. And funny that that happens more often than you think. Here's another fun one. Uh, someone inheriting money from a relative that they never expected to inherit money from. I feel like I've seen that in a lot of TV shows and movies, right? Like, oh, this random uncle that I've only seen once in my life left me X amount of dollars or, you know, something along those lines. Does that happen in real life? Those unexpected uh, inheritances? That's happened yeah, from time to time. Not very often. Okay. But but I can think of a client of mine. Uh, this was, oh, geez, probably 20 years ago. Her father left her some money, which she knew about. But her father said, if there's anything left of that money I give you, I want, to, I want you to give it to whatever your brothers or sister siblings. So, you know, one of them lived out in California. They had no clue it was coming. And when she passed, I had to make the call to California and say, your aunt did this and here's the reason. And it was kind of a nice thing, you know, to go through that. And then the aunt set it up so every year she would get a distribution on niece's birthday. 
So it was kind of a nice thing. And she had the That's opportunity to, to cash it in too. But so every year thought about her aunt and then in turn thought about her grandfather who she really never knew, but that was, that's where it was coming from. So it's kind of a cool thing. We're talking about uh, some of these different things that you see on TV or in a movie. Did these things really happen in real life? Most of these, of course, related to retirement or finances. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Inside Folios. Here for you if you have any questions about retirement and planning for your financial future. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. All right, Kevin, how about this one? Uh, Kids in today's world working their way through college. We've seen that in TV and movies over the years where you've got somebody working their way through school. They're working maybe two or three jobs even at times, waiting tables, doing various things. Does that uh, really happen in today's world where kids are kind of putting themselves through school like that? I do see it. You know, we have parents who um, really can't help them out. So the kids are going to put on an extra job or maybe two, like you said, and they're going to work their way through it. Maybe they get a partial scholarship. It happens, I would say, probably 30, 40 percent of the time when when we're sitting down talking to people. And then I've seen on the other spectrum where, they, you know, they don't work or they can't work enough because maybe you're a doctor. I've seen people have $500,000 in college debt. Or, you know, that just going to college and get that types of thing. So it's on both spectrums, but I do see it probably 30, 40% of the time where kids, you know, they've saved through time and they're working and, you know, they'll maybe borrow a little bit of money for, for the most part, they pay their way through college. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I know I did uh, work my fair amount during my college years and helped pay for that and graduated yeah. with, you know, a very small amount of student loans, thankfully, and didn't have to make mom and dad break the bank too much. It was a lot of hard work, though, and I could see if I was in a discipline that required a lot more studying, that would have been difficult to, to maintain uh, that level of work, you know? Oh, yeah. If you're, if you're six or eight years into that, yeah, that's going to be a lot dif- more yeah. difficult. So, yep. Definitely. Um, I was able to also graduate in that four-year frame, which is uh, more and more rare these days, too. So it's interesting, the different, uh, the different challenges people face during that period of life and parents trying to plan for all of that. All right. Uh, in movies, we often see these you know, genius investors who know just when to get in and out of the market. They time it perfectly. Are people really successfully doing that outside of Hollywood? No. Let me ask you a question, Walter. And you finish the sentence. A blind squirrel. Uh, finds, finds an occasional nut, something like yeah, that. Yeah, finds an occasional <laughs> nut, right? People get lucky. I mean, you know, you can f- have a feeling sometimes, but there's nobody out there that I know of that consistently can time the market. You know, we, we hear about the big short guy, right? He, he hit it right on the head. If you read all the things that he's been saying since then, he hasn't been so accurate. You read about Bill Miller, who was the most, you know, success uh, money manager out there for 15 years in a row, then he fell off a cliff. You just can't do it week in and week out, or year in and year out. And here's a couple of reasons why. Walter, when is the next tsunami going to hit someplace? Uh, we don't know. When's the next attack going to happen? No idea. Yeah, we don't know, right? Those are the unseen, un- unknowable things that really affect the market. And that's why they're hard. You know, you can't time it because these are the things that make a major change in what's going on. When's the next pandemic? When's the next whatever? It's You can't time the market successively over and over and over. It just can't happen. Yeah, I think that's a really good point that you make, Kevin, and one that we all certainly need to remember. All right. Let's do one last one here on Simply Financial, going through these different as-seen-on-TV situations. Do we see them in real life as well? People retiring, but then going back to work because they realize they don't have enough money. 
Do we just see that on TV shows and, and movies, or does that really happen? No, that really happens. Okay. We have Occasionally, we have somebody come in my office, they want a second opinion, and it's because they had to go back to work. Um, they didn't have a you know good income plan. They didn't have good advice or whatever it was. They didn't save enough. Um, and now, now they're in this situation. So now we got to try to help them get as you know the best benefit that they can. I wouldn't say it happens often, Walter, but I would say oh, maybe four or five times a year from the people that come through our office, this is what we're dealing with. And you know sometimes we can really help. Sometimes you know it's just going to be a reality and there's not much we can do. And that's why it's critical that you sit down and you do the the, the the planning way before you retire because you want to know whether you're on track or not and it's a simple you know it's coming in and then we do that simplicity process and within an hour hour and 15 minutes i can tell you whether you're on track or not and then you can go from there and then you can start looking at investments and how you're going to generate income and the things you're going to do in the bucket list items but it starts with planning all you have to do is get on the calendar and you can begin that financial plan with kevin and the team at inside folios it's not difficult to start the process, not even difficult to go through the process. just takes a little bit of time commitment and a little energy to have a conversation, talk a little bit about your goals and what you're looking to do and accomplish. And so if you'd like to set that up with Kevin Ray, you can give him a call at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Get on the right track to get to and all the way through retirement with more confidence in your plan by putting it in writing, getting it on paper, making sure you're well-prepared for your financial future. Pick up the phone, give Kevin a call at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Or online at insightfolios.com. Kevin, really appreciate your help and guidance on the program today. And we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. Catch some more fish between now and then, will you? I'll try to catch some and send you some pictures. All right, I'll be, I'll be on the lookout. All right, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next time right back here on Simple Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.